We need a move. Miracles happen when you move. Healing is coming in this room. Miracles happen when you move. Heaven is coming.
love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up till I lay my head. I will sing of the goodness of God. Cause all my life you have been faithful. the goodness of God. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. In darkest night, you were close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. I have lived in the goodness of God. Cause all my life you have been faithful. And all
Wednesday night service. I'm going to be out of town. Yay!
Praise the Lord. I got it on, John. <laughs> I'm red lighting. Praise the Lord. Well, I had occasion to think about fathers this week and I, with the TV on and commercials every now and then come on and say, Ward Cleaver, best television dad ever. You know, so best dads ever. And it got me to thinking and, and I began to hear the word Abba, Abba Father and We've all heard that, and and for most people, that uh, represents a intimacy. But it actually is much more, much more. Uh, it encompasses everything of who God is, Abba Father does. And I I grew up with a a loving dad, I, I suppose I, you could say that. I thought he was. But he was rough as a cob. <laughs> uh, he was a man among men. People liked him. He would go out of his way to do help anyone. Uh, Yet, the same for his family, he didn't do. He would work, hunt, whatever. But when it came to the family, uh, it was like, take a, take a back seat. And... Uh, When we moved from Ardmore back to the McAllister area, had the ranch out here in Balen Hay, and went into hay business with my dad, thinking that would be a, a really good thing. And uh, I wound up thinking that that was probably the hardest or worst 10 years of my life ever. It's like working for a friend. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know Kim's dad, and I don't know Laura's dad, and I don't know your dad or John's. I know mine and Kay's, and they both could have used some improvement. And uh, if you look at yourself you might discover that you could improve a little. <laughs> There's always room for improvement, right? Amen. <laughs> I got one amen. What I thought would be I, didn't, I don't think it would be 
you could say fun, but I thought it would be a, a uh, he and I working a fulfilling time. Something that I hadn't had. I hadn't had the accolades from my dad for anything that I'd ever done. When, when I was probably 14, 15 years old, he, he bought a car and it had been, the engine had been doctored. The, the rings were wore out in it and bearings and bought this car and got it home and oil smoke, you know. And he had a toolbox about this big. You see him like had tools in it. And he'd come in and he said, Stephen, you and Jackie get out there and I said, y'all rebuild that engine. We've never tore into an automobile engine before. Never. You know, in and, and the toolbox that we had, that right there, he said, tear into that engine, fix it. We did. But, you know, from a, a child's point of view, you would think that doing something like that would, it's good job, boys. And no, it was do it and do it right. <laughs> Don't make me, you know, we we tore that engine down, put new bearings in it, new rings in it, had the heads work, put it all back together and drove it for a while. And I wonder how close we could get to the goodness of God. How close can we as humans be with other people? How can, do we have that in, in us, the DNA to be good, <laughs> to uh, have all the attributes of, of what a good father is? And I, I think we could make a lot of improvements uh, I'm, again, I just, from my own experience, my dad, he didn't get saved until he was 80 years old. And uh, he'd go to church occasionally and stuff. But I was, the difference in him from that point and up to that point was measurable. I mean, you. It was really a difference. Uh, I don't think we can be all that we can be without God, without Father God in our life. It's not good enough to say that we know. When I, I grew up in a church. And they had you saved whether you were or you weren't. If you know, and they'd answer for you if somebody asked you if you were saved. Oh yeah, he got saved back when he was a kid. We 
baptized him over in so-and-so's pond, and, you know. And uh, Kay can tell you, I was a long ways from being saved when we got married. She tells it like it is. Huh? And it was difficult, you know, that we had difficult times. <clears throat> we just celebrated our 49th year. and By the grace of God, we'll celebrate 50 next year on June 1st. But I can tell you, we wouldn't have made it this far. Without God. If we hadn't had that in our lives, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be together today, I don't think. I'll read. Scripture here in uh, Romans 8. It says, And if children, in verse 17, then heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may be glorified together. Just talking about being in God. Without that, uh, our lives would be drastically changed. And we can make the difference in not just our family, but those around us. We can be uh, somebody to look to and to look up to in God. And we really don't have excuses. I, these telephones are crazy. Computers, walking around with computers, but it says, if you can answer these questions about the Bible, then you are, you know, you know a lot. And it's, it's, Simple, basic stuff. I I read read through one one day, and and it said, "Oh, you've read the Bible." And I said, "That's really all it takes." If you want to know who God is, if you want to know the goodness of God, pick up your Bible and start reading it. And it the whole purpose of Jesus coming back was to make sure that we had access to the Father. We need access to the Father. We need to be able to go to Him and tell Him what's going on in our lives and what, what we need in our life. And we need to know Him as He knows us. He knows everything about you and I. But we don't know everything about Him. But He wants to show us 
so badly. And in fact, <clears throat> he wants to so bad that the Bible says that he gave his only son. He gave. And He wants us to be good fathers, good husbands, good sons. <laughs> JT's going to make it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Abba Father, a, a Father who knows and has everything, good gifts to give and wanting to give and wanting to take care of. And wherever we are, wherever we've been, doesn't make any difference what we've done. If He is our Father, a true father is a teacher. A true father is a giver. A true father wants to be a blessing. A true father will give of himself whatever it is I like the scripture of Abraham and Isaac. And God speaking to Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. It said in those scriptures, it says that as he drew back the knife, and the voice of God said, Abraham, he stopped what he was doing. He knew the voice of God. But God said to Abraham, He says, Now I know that you fear God because you've not withheld your son from me. And if you look at that scripture, it means that you teach your children about God. I've grown up hearing it. I hear people say it even today that, well, my, my kids, I, I don't want to push it on them. I don't want to, I'll let them make their own decisions. Well, you don't fear God. You don't fear God. If you let your children grow up under their own guise, you don't fear God. You teach your children. Teach. And God teaches us. We think, uh, I grew up thinking that God was 
hit you on the head if you messed up. If you laid down in the seat, you know. You couldn't do that. You couldn't, you couldn't hit your brother, you know. You might be going to hell if you did. You know, you had to sit there and be still and you couldn't, <laughs> you know. So, be teachable. What are you grinning at? We we probably got a, a whipping when we got home from church every service. Uh, you boys, I grew up hearing that a lot. You boys, you boys, my dad, you boys. What y'all? I I used to say my mom when she got in from work she just lined us up and whipped us. She didn't even take time to find out what it was we'd done, but she knew we had done something. And uh, she was right most of the time. So, <laughs> But thank God that our, our Father, our Abba Father, is not that away. He doesn't beat us over the head. We can talk about it. You know, you can, I can tell you things that my dad did that, you know, you sit back as a child even and or as an adult later on in life and look back and things that he did, you know. The, he was, a, you could build monuments out of the things that he done. But yet, at the same time, he needed more. He needed more, and that he needed the Father in his life. That's what he needed. And it, he was a joy to be around, even in his old age. Uh, he died in the Colorado Mountains hunting at 92 years of age. He said, when he bought his, his elk tag, he said, we think you might be the oldest man to ever buy an elk tag in Colorado. And so they went and looked it up. And sure enough, he was. <laughs> he's, in, he's in Colorado hunting at 92 years of age. And he just had hip replacement surgery a couple of months before. And he's out there. And... Uh, It's just, again, you, you can tell it all, but without God, without God in his life, I, and again, it was thinking that I would be, have this fulfilling time by working with him and having it 
backfire on you, you know. It is a terrible time. And then the last 10 years, he, he used to call me and he'd say, can I come down and drink coffee with you? And I said, Dad, as far as I'm concerned, you can do it every day. I really, I enjoyed being around him and enjoyed his, uh, the time I had with him after he came to God. So God, God is there for us. He's there to help us. And even bad dads have good attributes. Uh, I don't want to speak too much, but Kay's dad, he wasn't a good father to her. And as a son-in-law, he wasn't a good father-in-law to me. <laughs> he didn't like me. But we have a heavenly Father. Thank God we do. Thank God. Thank God that He will do for us the very thing that we need. There's nothing that He won't give us. Whatever we desire, Abba Father is there. He's wanting to reach out to us he wants to speak into your life. He wants to give you things. And there, none of us are exempt from that. He loves us that much. Each of us. And I praise Him for it. And I thank Him and He is Abba, Father, to me. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you for being that. Thank you that you have done for me everything that I need, everything that I want. You have given me good gifts beyond measure. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. That go long enough, John, to get it on there? <laughs> Praise the Lord. We make this declaration and we have seen over and over again God do what He says he, in His Word He will do. 
So, what we are doing is we are believing. Amen. As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what He has given us, we declare that He teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And as He blesses us, His way becomes known on the earth and His salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing You for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debts paid off and transfer of wealth prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil and our coffers with gold. Expenses decreased, blessings increased, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, and miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom Go labor with heaven and see Jesus get his full reward. Amen.